Namaha. Namaha means unto all of them, unto you all, Namaha. And this Kiri Ke Bhyaha, I mean, these are all Vedic words. You don't find them. Even if you write in the dictionary Kiri, you know, uh, it will not find, uh, it will not come because these are uh, crafted words by the Upanishad itself, the Upanishad. And so, uh, what is this here? You know, Kiranti, Mahashayanti, uh, Svechaya, Iti Kirikaha. You know, so Kiranti means that you know. Uh, grilled the, to scatter, you know, to scatter. So, Kiranti means those which scatter Svechaya, they scatter themselves. So, this is not one Rudra anymore, you know, this is many, many Rudras. One has become many as it were, you know. And so, this, and that's why we uh, invoke this Bhagavan in the form of Vishpatashpani Kadantati, Vishpatokshi Shiro Mukha, we have, you know, uh, invoked. So the one that has every every eye is his eye, everywhere his legs are bare, everywhere is his head. So all pervasive words. So it's like you imagine uh, the poet here, the, the Rishi channeling this mantra is imagining, is visualizing the Lord in the form of many, many, many Rudras. And we had already seen that earlier in the first Anuraka itself, you know. So many, many Rudras. So one Rudra also difficult to handle. Now, now we have many many Rudras who are committed to scattering themselves and then giving karma phala. Anashayanti means what? They destroy. Why do they destroy? It's not that they destroy just because they have a vengeance against you. They destroy because that is what, you know, that is what they are supposed to do based on one's karma phala. So, this is, you know, Namaha, Vaha Namaha. So, Namaha unto all of you. Directly they are addressed, and who are they? You know, you know the one that that scatter everywhere and cause destruction. And then Devana Bhyo Namaha. And who are these Rudras? These Rudras are not known to us at all. And why are they not known to us? Because we know we are afraid of them. We see them primarily as sources of danger, and we don't know them. Because, you know, they, 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 these are people who are not even studying Vedanta and so they don't know Bhagavan. And so then the question comes, who knows Bhagavan? So the one who is in the heart of all the Devas. So the Devas know Bhagavan. Devas means what? All the Adhishthana Devatas, you know, who, who are there, you know, the celestial Indra, Agni, Vayu, etc. And it is said like that in the, uh, what is that Upanishad? The Keno Upanishad. You know? And then, you know, they all, you know, they all crossed samsara. Uh, Indra, Agni, Vayu, they were, you know, they were the first to gain this knowledge. Because they were taught by Haimavati Uma herself. And uh, so they, they were the first to gain this knowledge. And what did they do having gained the knowledge? Having gained the knowledge. What did they do? They taught everybody else. So they are like the, uh, you know, like the Adi Gurus of this knowledge. So all the Devas know Rudra because they follow the, you know, the command of this Bhagavan. So it's not like there is higher Bhagavan, lower Bhagavan, intermediate Bhagavan. It is all Bhagavan. But Bhagavan from the standpoint of a form and function is called Adhishthana Devata. You know. That's why, you know, I have spoken about this before, but it bears, uh, you know, <clears throat> emphasis, underscoring repetition, because we have a, a very unique way of looking at various levels from the individual to the collective. So we have therefore, you know, Adhi, uh, Adhi Deva or Adhi Daivika. So that centered on Bhagavan in the form of things that, you know, you cannot control. Adhi Daivika. Then Adhi Bhautika, Adhi Bhuta or Adhi, Adhi Bhautika. Adhi Bhautika means what? Centered on the surrounding, five elements, etc. Then finally, Adhyatmika, centered on oneself. And so this, this distinction is made to see at what level this operates. So here, Adhi Bhautika is invoked in the form of all these <coughs> Panchabhutas, etc., etc., that are going about their. Uh, you know, their, uh, their uh, day 
and uh, they are making our day by making sure the sun rises at a certain time, making sure that the wind blows in a certain way, making sure that the seasons follow their course. In other words, it's the manifest order of Bhagavan in the form of these functionaries of the Bhautika. And the functionaries are also from the, can be looked upon from the Adhyatmika standpoint because we have <coughs> Dik Devatas and who are these Dik Devatas? They are the Adhishthana Devatas of the hearing, you know. And then we have Agni who is, who doubles as the Devata of eyes. That's why if there is any problem with the eyes, Agni is invoked. Aditya Hridayam you have to chant. This is how it works. It's really, uh, you know, so sophisticated. And then, you know, we have uh, uh, Agni also is the, uh, is the uh, Adhishthana Devata of speech, Vak. So that's why you say fiery speech, you know. So this is, this is what the whole thing is. And uh, so then, you know, so from the standpoint of Adhyatmika and Adhibhautika, then all these Adhishthana Devatas and they know Bhagavan, you know. So we are imagining them as multiple you know, entities who are nothing but manifestations of this Rudra. So, if they are manifestations of this Rudra, of course they know this Bhagavan, they know Ishvara. So, the one that resides in the hearts of all Devas, Devanam, Hridayaha, that the heart of all the Devas is who? Bhagavan alone. But what about my heart? Bhagavan alone. Only thing is they know and you are still in the process of knowing. That's what the idea is. Devanam, Hridayabhyo, Namaha. And then, Next one. Kshina Kebhya. Yeah. Yeah. Visheshena Vividham Kshinvanti. Yeah. You know, Kshina Kebhya means the, the one that afflicts in so many ways. You know, how, we, how do you sense the presence of Bhagavan in your life? Let me count the ways. You know, I got defrauded today. I got beaten up yesterday. I, I got upset day before yesterday. I incurred a loss, you know, uh, two days before yesterday. So this is all, you know, so Shinvanti means afflicts. Those that afflict in various ways. And the source of affliction is many. So that's why it's in plural. Because, you know, uh, the, the mind cannot fathom how one Rudra can be so troubling everybody else. So, the mind is, you know, under the time um, space matrix. So, therefore, one starts to think, if Rudra is troubling me here, 7 o'clock, you know, on uh, 23rd January, you know, then, and then somehow, somewhere else also, there is an earthquake, let us say. First, I am being troubled here. And then there is an earthquake and that so many people are injured, so many people die. How come the same one can be in two places at the same time? So for to accommodate our Ajnana, you know, we have pluralized this Rudra. <laughs> yeah. And then that's why in the Purana, you know, we have that Daksha Yajna. When, when they talk about Daksha Yajna, so this Daksha, uh, you know, daddy of Parvati did this big Yajna. Conveniently forgot to invite his own daughter because she did not approve that uh, you know uh, he was she was married to some you know uh, what is that loser that's what he thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was a big loser what does he have nothing you know goes around in one clad in one tiger skin full of ash you know Shiva is ash. No, nobody, no, nobody invites ash. That is, you know, invited. Looks horrible also, and you know, matted hair, etc., etc. Where to, where to start, you know? And uh, so, you know, people, Vishnu gets a lot of invitations to wedding, <laughs> potlucks, you know, and uh, you know, and big yagya. Vishnu is invited all the time because, you know, if Shiva is ash, Vishnu is cash. <laughs> The sea in front. <laughs> this is how I explain to a uh, young child. What is the difference between <laughs> Vishnu and Shiva? I said, Vishnu is cash, Shiva is ash. Yeah. <laughs> this is what the whole thing is. So, Vishnu gets a lot of invitations because Lakshmi comes decked in gold. You know, 
and the hope is she'll drop one earring or <laughs> or one little you know what is that uh, uh, belt from her anklets or bracelet something will drop and that will be blessed you know that will multiply so in the daksha yagya so then you know parvati wants to go my own father come on you know it could have you know he sent an email it did not come it's somewhere in cyberspace she said it hasn't reached me but i'm sure my father would not have invited me he says please don't go i get a bad feeling well no, i'm going to go it's my own father how not to go so she goes and then you know she is not even given a place to sit you know and then she has to sit right next to the bathroom somewhere near the end of the you know hall and while all her sisters are and their husbands are you know felicitated and you know our father puja is being done to them they are being honored with gifts and everything this one by herself poor thing is sitting and then she understand how you know what a you know how difficult this was and what this was a wrong decision and so she gives up her life in the very yagna fire so she jumps into it and then of course shiva comes in you know he is very angry and there in the daksha yagna also uh, you know shiva comes and takes her away and then leaves behind all these rudras <laughs> this rudra sena a force of rudras that uh, you know that send daksha packing and send all the people in, in involved in the yagna is scattered and the whole yagna is disrupted so like this you know our imagination you know it's not that there are many many rudras there's only one ishvara but from the standpoint of rudra because of the havoc that one that you know because of the karma they can give out many karma phalas to many people all at once without any stress you know here if we have to do two things at once we get stressed oh how am i going to do it i'm so overwhelmed i have to do this then i have to do that you know <laughs> so you know but here bhagavan is completely stress free why because he can clone himself endlessly that's that's how we grasp we go we bend the mind to see that you know we cannot understand that bhagavan can be everywhere because we are caught in the time space matrix and so it's easier for a, for the lay person to multiply bhagavan and that's why it is bo namaha bo namaha bah namaha unto all of you because we don't know how many of you there are because here there is strife there there is some problem and you know and in china you are you know you are coming as the that virus and then you know and then here you are in the form of something else and somewhere else you are in the form of mental problems and uh, you know depression etc and then unto all of you whosoever you may be whatever you may look like you know very scary and respectful namaha you know this is what it is so then vakirikebhyo and then devanam hridayebhyo namaha vikshinakebhyo the one that you know visheshena you know vividham kshinvantiti vikshinakaha tebhyah namaha and then uh, what is vichinvatkebhyo yes this is not made up words vichinvatkaha means vividham uh, chinvanti you know because it's not that they are just randomly um, you know directing the wrath so they are not angry really but we see them as directing their wrath against us but then here also there is an order chinvanti they choose they choose the person whose karma phala is up or they choose the person who has to undergo a certain affliction and they become the etavah they become the nimittas for exhausting the person's karma you see what i'm saying so it's like vichinvatkaha uh, means what do they do they go around you know see let's say they have a little list of all the things the person has done so this they they meet out the karma in proportion to what has been done it's not random nobody is randomly or wrongly targeted so somebody you know let's say without knowing stepped on one worm in the rainy season you know all these little things are there and then stepped on without knowing you know so that one will get a small little you know papa and 
then what will that have? Uh, and that worm will be reborn as a mosquito and then it will bite that person. Yeah, in this life, it's all arranged. Okay, so let us say this was because it was unknowingly done. And so the person will just get like this and feel like, you know, bad because that, you know, unknowingly done. Whereas, like somebody like Duryodhana, who was a baby, you know, sociopath, psychopath, you know, because, you know, Shakuni didn't tell this to anyone, but Shakuni caught a, a seven year old or an eight year old Duryodhana, you know, uh, strangling a bird, catching the bird first and then strangling it. This is done out of just, uh, what is that, sheer malice or some, you know, some kind of a thing. And so obviously there is some, you know, intent behind it that is not good. So for that, you know, there is a different kind of a karma meted out if something was done intentionally as opposed to, you know, some hurt was done unintentionally. So this, you know, vichinvatkaha uh, means they don't randomly, you know, nobody is randomly targeted. There is a, there is a science, the, the law of karma, you know, behind it. So, uh, you know, so there is just some kind of a thing. And so there is, and then sometimes, you know, vichinvatkaha, Inside the papa also may be some punya, you know, inside the punya also may be some papa. So, the both how to give at the same time, you know, that is what the whole thing is. Yeah. So, chocolate cake, punya, correct? And then, you, as soon as you eat it, stomach ache. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, you enjoyed it all, right? Yeah. And so, cake gives rise to ache. Yeah. And then, so this, so this is like, this is all the job of Vichinvatkaha. So they are sort of saying, okay, it is not unmediated pleasure of chocolate cake. It has to have a little bit of discomfort afterwards. Yeah. You know, so you need to go buy some tum. What is that? What are tum Yeah, tums. Yeah, I thought it was tum. That's also plural. Achai. So, Vichinvatkaha. So you buy that tums and then you... It's called tummy. Yeah. So then, so then what? You know that is all. So then, the fact that tums was available also a little bit of punya. Otherwise, you could have suffered all night, but you did. So a little bit of punya. So like this, you know, these are what vichinvatkaha. Then what is that? Ah, yeah. Anir hatayegya. It's very complex, you know, whatever. But basically, it means the same thing. The same word, same meaning. So, asamantat niyamayanti, so the one that, you know, so asamantat, you know, niyamena, you know, because they are in keeping with the law, in keeping with the laws, what do they do? They, without fail, give people their karma phala. And then, what do they do? You know, anir hatebhya, since the word, uh, you know, hatha is there, that must mean, yeah. So, what do they do? They give, you know, uh, they give ayukshaya by taking the peda people away. So, they give ayukshaya means they take away the longevity of the people whose karma is up. Okay, so the one who is the, you know, mrityu hetu here is talked about. So, ami vatkaha. Ami Vatkaha is, um, uh, what is that, uh, devotees of Rudra, Ami Vatkaha, like who, like uh, that, uh, what is that, the one that uh, hugs the Shivalinga, yeah, Markandeya, etc. So those saints, they are called Ami Vatkaha. So when you and Nandi, you know, devotee of Shiva. So like this, we not only invoke all of you, but in case you are transferring some of your portfolio to the, these uh, beings who have now become one with you. So unto all of you, Namaha. <laughs> so with that we, Nainthanuvaka, Om Shanti, ends. And so let us chant the 10th one. Mrabe, Andhasaswate, Yesham Purushanam, Yesham Parshunam, Mahirmar Bhogam, Yesham Kinchanam, Yate Dutra 
एक बंधन का बंधन So this is the uh, this is the dhyana shloka and the first mantra is 
from this is a kind of a, you know, not a very nice way of addressing Bhagavad. Drape, <laughs> you know, Drapihi means the one who gives dreadful results, you know. So, Kutsitam Gatim Apayati Iti Drapihi. So, the one that gives all kinds of horrible, undesirable, and dreadful results is called Drapihi. And then, vocative, Hey Drape, oh you terrible fellow <laughs> who gives terrible results. In other, uh, you know, traditions, this could be seen as blasphemous. But here, this is a prayer verse, you know. And then, Anthasaha, Pate, you know. And then, uh, you, you are also invoking Anthas means uh, who? Unknown. So, the Lord of all, uh, source of nourishment. You see, there is a kind of a dual invocation here. The one who gives dreadful results, the one who takes everything away by giving dreadful results, and also the one that gives nurturance is the same source. It's not that you go for nurturance somewhere else. And then, you know, that, that is only there in the in families. You know? The father is strict. Then, the father gives punishment and mother gives candy. It's not like that here. The same case, every, you know, uh, karmic punishment is coming is also the same place where all the candy is coming. So this is this is the kind. So it's not confusing at all for us because we are looking at that Bhagavan who is you know who who doesn't have what in uh, uh, what Adi Shankara you know talks about in the Bhagavad Gita Bhashya second chapter he says Bhagavan doesn't have naivrityya dosha. You know. He doesn't have partiality and hatred towards certain people. So that you know, oh well, you give me a coconut and a sari and also did a yajna. So therefore, little more for you. No, no such thing. You know? The one who is completely asanga here. And so the one that just meets out the rewards and the karma phalas, papa and punya, without any, you know. Partiality. So that's why Grape Andhasate. And then the next word, Daridrat. Daridrat. Daridrat means the one who has no possessions. Daridrat means exactly how Daksha saw this woman as some, you know, yeah, as Daksha saw Shiva as, as completely, you know, without any possessions, you know. One who has the Daridra here means poverty, but here you cannot say Bhagavan is poor. Bhagavan is Asanga. Yeah. You can have a lot of things, you know, but you know, you can own many things, but then do you possess them? Do you have a possessive relationship to the things that you that surround you? You know, that is what the whole thing is. There is no possessive relationship. So here, you know, Daridra. And so all these are not very nice way of looking at the Lord, <laughs> calling him poor, calling him a horrible person <laughs> and all these things. So then we have a nice epithet at the end, Neela Lohitaha. So Lohita means red color, Neela means blue color. So the one who is blue and red, sounding like the American flag. <laughs> Maybe Indra abides in the American Dvaja, you know, we don't know, but that's not the point. The, see the blue here, we, of course we cannot bring in the Puranic story of the Amrita Manthanam, etc. Because the Puranas came after the Rudram did. So, blue here means whose throat is the sky. Meaning it's all over, you know, like the hands are this, the, you know, legs are everywhere. Whose throat is like the sky whose throat is the sky. So therefore, blue color. And where does the red color come from? This is the huh? sun. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean that's one you know one way of looking at it. But uh, you know, right is usually synonymous with shakti. Oma. Here is again soma. Right is shakti. Shakti to create, shakti to manifest, shakti to you know sustain, shakti to take back. Without Uma, there is no Shiva. You know, and without Shiva, there is no Uma. So the two together, you know, who is half red and half blue, and you cannot separate. If you can't separate, then Bhagavan becomes purple. Yeah, we mix blue and red together. So this Nila Lohitaha. You know, so the one who is along with Uma, the one who presides along with his Shakti, and uh, that uh, you know, so, so this is who you know, the, this is what one is invoking. Drape, Andrasaspate, have you missed anything? Taridra, Neel Taridrat, then Neela Lohita. Neela Lohita, always walk it up, okay? Then, so the, here is where one whole sentence you have spent calling him through various things. Then he says, okay, I am here, now what? What do you want? Okay, then the prayer comes. Esham, you know, all these Purushanam people, you know, Purushanam, you know, uh, then Esham Purushanam, Esham Pashuna, all these people and cattle, horses, all whatever was there, the animals, goats, you know, and pet dogs, cats, etc. So, please don't, you know, yeah, this is very nice prayer for all your pets, you know. Please don't harm the animals. Yeah. Please don't harm the animals. What have they done to you? You know, they cannot pray for on their own behalf. So I am praying for the on behalf of the animals. So uh, please don't harm the people around me. You know, this is that is why the Rudram is so powerful because it's not just a prayer for oneself, it's a prayer for everyone. That's why when there is this Ati Rudram, people flock because this is you know, so it uh, you sit and chant Rudra, just one person chanting Rudra, for many miles radius, the, 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 the prayer goes. You know, this is what Uji Swamiji would always say. So for many miles radius, so even if you don't want to, you know, pray on behalf of someone else, you are uh, naturally in the 10th Tanuvaka, it has now become a collective prayer. You know, it's all like Naha. For us, you know, sham astu, let there be blessing from you, let there be auspiciousness for us. Us means no longer I, it is all of us. And so that's why this makes the prayer very sacred and efficacious because it's a collective prayer. It's for everyone. And so may all the, you know, just like we pray, sarve bhavantu sukhinaha, it's like that. You know, may all the beings be very, very happy. And so here, it's a, like a specialized, sophisticated prayer. There is just a general prayer, may all beings be happy. How? Because I am invoking you with specific epithets. You are Dharidrat, you are so Asanga that you are not even moved by our prayers. But please listen. And you are Drapi, and meaning you give horrible, you are a horrible, you know, result giver. And then you, who is sitting with Uma on your side, you are graced by Uma, and you are non-separate from that Shakti, please use that Shakti constructively towards us. You know, Esham Purushana, all these people, Esham Pashuna, Ma Bhehe, please don't make them scared, don't give fear. Here we are looking, invoking Bhagavan with the Abhaya Hasta, Abhaya Data, give us fearlessness, don't frighten the cattle, don't frighten the goats, don't frighten the animals, you know. I mean, you see that, you know, when there is a lightning, thunderstorm, all the pets go under the beds, you know. So, this is, <laughs> so we say, please don't frighten, you know, you know, and then, Maro mo ma that mo is ma u yeah u indeed ma again don't you know ma bhehe you know ma raha ma astu ma raha means let there be no killing of them let them not die let them not have any problems you know ma bhehe 
am I forgetting something? Ma bhehe ma rahe ma hu. We have to add astu. You know, esham for all these. Kinchana. Kinchana means of the slightest variety, any kind. You know, amamat. Amamat means any kind of illness. Yeah. So let them not have affliction, disease. Let them not have disease. Let them not have death. And let them not have any uh, any kind of fear. So we are praying for freedom from fear for all the people, for all the animals. Let them not have what you know freedom from fear, ma bhehe, and then freedom from death, you know, ma raha ma astu, and then freedom from amamatir, you know, any kind of uh, illness, affliction, you know. So that's the thing. And here, you know, when you call, it's, when you say, tell Bhagavan Drapi as Drapi, uh, Drape, you are addressing. And it's almost like, you know, you are not even invoking the Lord. You are invoking the Lord to, you know, not be, you know, not have a kind of Amangala influence. You know, you don't need blessing from someone called Drapi, you know, yeah. You don't need any curses. You know, it's almost like invoking the Shani Bhagavan. So when you invoke Shani, even in the Shani temples, they do only a little bit of Arati. They don't, you not do three full rounds, just to look careful. They do two rounds and then quickly keep it because you don't want to invoke the blessings of Shani. Invoking the blessing means he will come and sit in your life. Yeah. <laughs> even otherwise he comes and sits because he's happy. And then the fact that, you know, since you... You know, it's, it's like inviting a troublemaker into your house to be a permanent guest. You don't want that, you know. You, you pray to the troublemaker, please keep away. Uh, speaking of which, tomorrow is Shani Peyarchi. Shani is moving into, I forget which house, uh, maybe Aquarius. No, not Aquarius. Moving out of Capricorn. Yeah, so after Capricorn, what sign comes? Yeah, so Shani is moving into <laughs> Aquarius. Okay, so uh, then in the, this is in the uh, Vedic chart, and tomorrow is very uh, you know, if you can do some Rudra uh, chanting, Abhisheka, and you know, have a function, it will be good, it will be really good for everyone because unlike Guru, Shani is you know, what is that? Drapi, Bhagavan is a Drapi. Okay. Shani has only one purpose and Bhagavan in the form of Shani gives out what is that? Difficult results of difficult action. All at once. You know, Shani does not say may I, you know. No, no permission is asked. Shani, you know, takes away your shirt and then you say, oh, I have suddenly become a brahmachari. Okay, I think I should study. <laughs> that, that is how Shani does. Does not ask you permission. You know? And then, uh, in the natal horoscope, horoscope, the, the, yeah, the Shani is only seen as beneficial in the third, sixth, and eleventh houses from your birth chart. Okay? Yeah from your birth star, from your Rashi. So, you know, for example, like you have to count, like, you know, if you're supposing Aries, Mesha Rashi. So, then you have to count Mesha, you know, Vrishabha, like this. Mithuna, you have to count. So, then you count, and if it is third, what did I say? Sixth and eleventh. And the rest, in the, how many people will be have, fortunate enough to have that, you know, out of the millions of people, most of the people will be having, and then, you know, uh, other than 3, 6, 11, and which means what? Difficulties for how long? Two and a half years. So, January 24th to 2020 to 2023, June. Yeah. So, therefore, better to, uh, you know, prepare for it through this chanting of the Rudra. And doing Lavan Dravya Abhisheka, you know, and uh, you know, helping that because you know, uh, and then not only is, is it uh, called, uh, you know, it's uh, difficult if you're not in the 3, 6, and 11, then uh, what else you can do? Uh, there is also, you know, 
ಏಟ್ ಶನಿಯಿಂದ ಏಟ್ ಹೌಸ್ ಅಷ್ಟಮ ಶನಿ ವೆರಿ ಬ್ಯಾಡ್ ಓಕೆ ದೆನ್ ಶನಿಯಿಂದ ಟ್ವೆಲ್ತ್ ಹೌಸ್ ಆಫುಲ್ ಶನಿಯಿಂದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಯುನೋ ಶನಿಯಿಂದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಹೌಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಅಟ್ ಆಲ್ ಗುಡ್ ವೆರಿ ಬ್ಯಾಡ್ ಶನಿಯಿಂದ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಹೌಸ್ ಬ್ಯಾಡ್ ಓಕೆ ಸೊ ನಾವು ಕನ್ನಿಂದ ಶನಿಯಿಂದ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಹೌಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಅರ್ಧಾಷ್ಟಮ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಆಸ್ ಬ್ಯಾಡ್ ಇನ್ ಅಷ್ಟಮ ಹಾಫ್ ಆಸ್ ಬ್ಯಾಡ್ ಸೊ ಔಟ್ ಸೊ ತ್ರೀ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಇಲೆವೆನ್ ಯು ಕೀಪ್ ಅಸೈಡ್ ಸೊ ಔಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ರೆಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಹೌಸಸ್ ಸೊ ಟ್ವೆಲ್ ಒನ್ ಟೂ ಫೋರ್ ಏಟ್ ವೆರಿ ಬ್ಯಾಡ್ ಸೊ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ದ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ನೌ ದೇರ್ ಆರ್ ಟೂ ಆಪ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಒನ್ ಈಸ್ ಯು ನೋ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ದಿಸ್ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಟುಡೇ ಯು ನೋ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಹೈಡ್ ಯುವರ್ ಹಾರರ್ ಸ್ಕೋಪ್ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಲುಕ್ ಎಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಎಟ್ ವೆರಿ ನೈಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ವೇದಾಂತೆನ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ಡೋಂಟ್ ವರಿ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಇಟ್ ದೆನ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಟೆಲ್ ಮಿ ಇಫ್ ವಿ ವರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸಪೋಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ವರೀಡ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಇಟ್ ವೈ ಡಿಟ್ ಯು ಟೈಮ್ಸ್ Oh, but that's not fair. The people who are offering Abhisheka, they are doing it only once. Yeah, that's because they are offering Abhisheka. You are just sitting at home. So, better listen to it 11 times. Yeah. Sit at home and chant it or listen to it 11 times. It will have the same efficacy. Okay? Yeah. So, this is uh, what is that? Shani Pei. So, the, these two, you know, see all the other uh, planets are also moving. But we are not. They are moving so fast. like nobody celebrates or praise moon there ji because it's gone in two days you know every second day it it crosses and then even same thing with you know rahu ketu one year every six months this way that way they go and only guru and shani uh, you know uh, one uh, you know one acknowledges the movement of guru and shani guru moved in november and then now it is shani's turn guru at least moves once a year this one comes and sits yeah <laughs> two and a half years talk to me after two and a half years if you like say but this is you know this is not so that one goes under the covers and sleeps off because what else to do for my next two and a half years are doomed no this is to be this is a kind of a you know the horoscope is an indication is a, a kind of a you know is an indication of what is to come so that one can become prayerful and prepare for moksha that's really what it is it's not so that you are you know always uh, you know upset and afflicted because you have free will you are doing the prayer you know and you are invoking bhagavan as rapi so like this so this is what the whole thing is so that's why when all these words came varidrat rapi etc i remember it was shani dev ji and then books not as you know esham purushana esham yeah so ah, finished we finished this mantra ah. and then we go to uh, we go to mantra well you know the rudram book says not so fast because there is a dhyana shloka before that <laughs> yeah ಧೃತಚಾಮೀಕರ ಪ್ರಖ್ಯಂ ಶಕ್ತಿ ಪಾಣಿಂಶಡಾನಂಧರೂಪಂ his son manifestation of his son subramanyeshwara and then so may one meditate upon the lord in the form of the one who is riding a riding a peacock and who is shadanana six faces and then who who has shakti veil you know that uh, what is that the shakti in the form of the spear and then uh, you know in the form of who is like uh, you know who is in the form of uh, uh, molten gold you know that is what the whole thing is so then what is the results one gains mantra siddhi 
this one you only have to charge 5000 times okay yeah then oh okay okay well here is the yeah here is the thing and here is the catch why only 5000 times because you have exhausted yourself by uh, preceding this mantra by 108 pranayamas 108 times pranayama and then followed by 5000 times chanting this then you get all kinds of goodies good you know money health wealth progeny etc yate rudra shiva tanu shiva vishwa bheshaji shiva rudrasya bheshaji tayanamrida jivase you know hey rudra oh lord rudra you know who is who are you you are shiva you know you are shiva and then you have a uh, you know shiva tanuhu you have an auspicious body o rudra who who am invoking you from the standpoint of all auspiciousness you with the auspicious body and then you know and what is this body like it is vishwaha bheshaji vishwaha bheshaji tanuhu you know so your body is what you know tanuhu feminine so everything here is feminine because it is qualifying tanu and then so vishwaha bheshaji is the the uh, the medicine for all afflictions in the whole world you your body is the herb we need your body is like a panacea of all sicknesses all diseases etc and then you know so because your body is an auspicious body and then it's a medicine for everything in the whole world and then it is also shiva because it is auspicious and it's in the nature of a blessing and then um, rudrasya bheshaji meaning that that body which is in the form of a medicine of a disease or what samsara samsara medicine you know taya tanuva you know because of that through that body with the help of that body maha mrida make us happy make us happy jeevase you know jeevase chandasam jeevitum you know so in order so that we we may live so that woman has been you know uh, converted into jeevase so this uh, some some kind of a vedic pratyaya not in usage anymore so jeevitum so make us enable enable us to live make us live nicely and in order for us to live nicely what do you need to do you need to make us happy you need to totally make us happy because if you are not happy what's the point of living because here you are you know frightening us with your sword and everything so what are we going to do now we are you know we are invoking your body i mean really speaking rudra doesn't have body where is the body you know all bodies are his body but here it's a special invocation to to the body of the lord the body of the lord as you know a blessing source and if the lord had had a body it would just be a blessing source in two ways and that's going to be talked more of in mantra number 3 it's a continuation of this but here it's just an introduction in two ways the lord is a blessing source and the blessing source of the lord is that you know uh, one is that it is uh, it is the uh, source of the removal of all afflictions we already prayed for all the uh, what is that the pashus and people purusha here is not men people all the people and the pashus we prayed for and uh, so like this it's a blessing source so then uh, when i invoke this body then what happens there is no more affliction because the body is like a uh, you know magic herb that heals everything so here you are invoking bhagavan in the form of a body that is you know bringing healing and uh, and then that healing may you you know may you bring healing for physical affliction and who where else am i go for mental where else am i going to go for mental afflictions that too is you only and so for mental affliction make me happy make us all happy it's not easy to make someone happy okay yeah <laughs> how do you make someone happy you know only through moksha 
So give me an antakarana that is free and clear, help me to clean the mind and the heart so that I can pursue this happiness called moksha. Om Purna Purna Om Om Om